Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, yo. Say hello to the bad guy, Scott Hall, and I've got a scoop for you. And we all know there's a lot of podcasts out there, but I encourage you to check out this one. It's called Going In Raw. You heard it here first. Going In Raw. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. Hey, Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, tape live of the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson here on 316 Day OL. Yeah, we got ourselves a brand new AEW Women's Champion. Oh, hell yeah. Thunderosa. Is yeah. the new AEW Women's Champion yeah. Larson in a, in a in a spectacular steel cage match tonight, where both participants bled. We had a, a, a mariachi, a women's mariachi fantastic. band, fantastic, which was absolutely fantastic. And uh, the DMD era, as uh, as pretty spectacular as it was, a lot of high points to Britt Baker's run has now come to an end. To the person we've thought for probably ever since that lights out match, yeah. It was going to be Thunder Rosa that came to pass tonight in it San did. Antonio. It did. It did. And, and, and looking back on it now, I think they made the right choice having the title switch on this show versus doing it at Revolution. Revolution, there was a ton of matches. The The previous, the tag match they had, what, the week prior or whatever, where Thunder Rosa showed that one on one on one situation, she could beat Britt Baker. Mm-hmm. At Revolution, they threw us a reminder oh, Britt's got backup. She's got Jamie Hader. She's got Rebel. Motivated the cage match. 
So you get the title change, go down in Thunder Rosa's hometown in front of a really hot crowd, just anxious for her to get that win. You, you mentioned the the mariachi band to to the, that preceded her her entrance. Just as soon as she stepped out there, you could see the emotion on her face, and and after she won, the emotion. Yeah, that's just one of those moments. I don't know if it's necessarily. It's definitely ampli- amplified being in her hometown. Oh yeah, and it made the whole thing worth it. Smart move. It was Absolutely a smart, a smart move. move. I mean, move. At, at the end, I, yeah, seeing her emotions, I was starting to get a little misty. Yeah, yeah. I could. Yeah. It, 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 I got wrapped up in the whole thing. Yeah, and I don't yeah. know if that would have happened at Revolution. Man, I, I think you're absolutely right. You know, when you have these pay per views every quarter, and you really do your damnedest to promote your weekly television, and you wrap it up in these themed episodes like uh, St. Patrick's Day Slam or whatever, um, you have the opportunity to create more big moments as opposed to just. <clears throat> using your weekly television to trudge on to another pay-per-view that's coming up. And then once you're done with that one, it's another four weeks until another one sometimes sooner. Uh, there's there's special events, but it also makes your TV more special because you have to do big things like that. And when you see that somebody's hometown is coming up a week after one of the pay-per-views, it makes all the sense in the world. Yep. Wait for TV. Big title change there. Back in the day in the Attitude Era, you used to get title changes on weekly episodes of Raw. Mm-hmm. And it made the shows feel special. Yep. So you have this opportunity to blow the roof off of a place with a hometown big-time title win. This isn't like you know uh, the TNT title, which seemingly changes hands much more for well does change more hands more frequently than any other title in uh, in AEW. This is a big deal. Britt Baker's had this title for over a year. No, she hasn't had it. For, I don't even think she's had it. It for hasn't a year. been a year. It hasn't even been a year. It hasn't been a she year. She got yet. it at Yeah, she didn't have it a year ago at the she at the, got the lights out. Double thing, or huh? nothing. I no. It's double or nothing. Might be double or nothing. She got two in two hundred and ninety days so according sounds, to that sounds uh, around double or nothing then. Okay, so we're uh, about four months short of uh, a year. Hell of a run, probably the most definitive title run in AEW for the women's championship. Britt Baker really put this thing on the map, and uh, and yeah, this was a, a hell of a win for Thunder Rosa. It really was. It really um, was really great moment. It was spectacular match, spectacular moment. Uh, yeah, just an awesome way to finish off a really good episode of Dynamite, top to bottom. They really focused on wrestling. Yeah, they motivated stories with interview bits, but also there's a lot of story going on in the ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, perhaps highlighted uh, most by uh, Wheeler Yuta after getting, along with uh, his partner Chuck Taylor, the absolute shit kicked out of them by Brian Danielson and John Moxley. So he joins best friends to take their leave after the defeat. He stops. He gets back in the ring. He wants to be a part of this thing. Mm-hmm. He offers yeah. his hand to to William Regal. Regal, pow, slaps him. And Wheeler gets right in his face. <laughs> and then Regal's all, you better get out of here before things get worse for you. Yeah, and seemingly he say, with he hesitation. Says, yeah, he says, go and rack up. Say, he says, go and show us what you can do. He has a task. He's got homework now. Yeah, It's not just go away. It's go away and prove yourself. Yep. So he's got his homework. Um, he's got to fill uh, out his resume a little bit before he a little they, bit. They got to beef it up. Yeah. And step number one, you got to ditch best friends. You got to ditch them. 
it's a conglomeration of of weirdos and losers, and, and apparently uh, a demon waif, and a demon <laughs> waif. To William Regal, gosh, that awesome. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> but uh, but I appreciate that Regal during the match was taking note of Wheeler Yuta, and especially with the uh, with the kicks that uh, Brian was giving him, and he kept on asking for more and more. And then, uh, and and even Brian Danielson was impressed, mm-hmm. and the crowd and, was impressed. They were chanting his name. I honestly think he, they were. I, I when I was watching it, I thought they were just going to tease, like he was going to look behind him real quick. But he tried to he tried to sever ties with best friends on the spot. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, that's going to be if if that's the direction of the faction, you know him. Hopefully, within a couple months, they can pry Daniel Garcia out of the uh, the the Jericho Appreciation Society. Which, by the way, I thought their promo was pretty damn entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was good, and Daniel Garcia saying, "I'm a sports entertainer guy." Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was fantastic. Um, you know, we we had sort of seen this coming, but again, with AEW, it can be fairly predictable sometimes. You and I had both called Wardlow stepping in there with Scorpio Sky, getting screwed over by MJF, and uh, eating the loss to, to, to Scorpio Sky for the TNT title. That came to pass. And now Wardlow, and the great thing, I love this, is you know the crowd was chanting CM Punk. Why the hell is Phil going to help this guy? This guy screwed him over time and time again. In the end, he ended up handing the ring over. But, that but Wardlow's was, made no friends. No, that's the thing. Wardlow didn't do that to help Punk. He did that no. to sever ties with MJF. Exactly right. This guy has been under. He's been MJF's MJF's weapon of violence to everybody in the locker room, power bombing them yep. four, five, six <laughs> times. Nobody's gonna help this guy. Which is a brilliant setup because now he's got to figure it out. Mm-hmm. He's a man on his own, mm-hmm. and he's got. Uh, I mean, I know this was this was the one a week, one week thing, and there was a payoff involved. But you know, tonight he had to he had to deal with, uh, you know, the entirety of the America Top Team, whatever. Yeah, and then also MJF and and the chairman. Uh, he's going to have his work cut out for him in yes. this feud. Yes. Yes. And, and you know who knows? Uh, I assume FTR is still in Pinnacle, just because they fired Tully. They seem to be on their own. Yeah, thing. they're kind of doing their own thing. But they you got know, it. They're looking the for. Me. They're taking applications right now. Yeah, they're waiting for Bret Hart to 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 accept the the role as new manager for FTR. All right, that's fine. But I've got to split my time with you. Also, hawking my rum. Can I can I, can I do both at the same time? Can you guys wear the the shirts for uh, the uh, Bret Hart's rum? Do you know Do you know Kanemaru in New Japan? He comes out carrying a bottle of whiskey. You could do that with my rum. That's called an ad integration. The excellence of integration. There you go. <laughs> there you go. You like that? That's All right. good. That's good. Oh, man. Yeah. But uh, no, a solid, solid yeah. ass episode. Of, Top uh, to bottom. Just time. really good. The pace was great. Focused on wrestling. Really good show. Kicked off with the six-man tag match. You got Adam Cole and Redragon taking on uh, Hangman Adam Page, Jurassic Express. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, 
Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Uh, fun bout. So obviously, they want to do another per, uh, match with Cole Page. You get uh, Cole's team. Cole himself get the win over Jungle Boy. That can mm-hmm. help motivate Redragon get the shot at the tag titles. Oh, yeah. Um, really fun match. Gave it a ton of time. Uh, again, it's one of those matches where so much happens that I, you can just go list, move, 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 move. Need context. You just need to watch it. Yeah, you just need to watch it. Just it's need just to standard watch sort of PWG type shit. That double uh, doomsday device yeah. that uh, Jungle Boy did on uh, uh, Cole and, and Kyle O'Reilly. Holy that was something else. Yeah. Cow. That was something else. Yeah, he always freaks me out when he gets up on that top rope. Like tonight he tried to do a thing and he ended up slipping off and and uh, they improvised. And then he went back later on and did that doomsday thing. Yeah. That was pretty rad. That was great. Uh, but yeah, like you said, uh, in the end, uh, 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 Cole hits the boom to get the win. Any chance the Undisputed Era going to fulfill that golden prophecy again, man? Oh, it's going to take a while. Probably, right? I mean, I could see I, – I still, I still maintain – you know, Jungle Boy and uh, the the dinosaur guy. I think they can those tag titles. They can leave at any time. They're first. They're they'll be first to go. Yeah. Page is going to lose. Page yeah. is probably only going to lose that title to one person. That person's name is MJF. Probably right. Yeah, it's probably the way it's going to go. Yeah, I think so. uh, after that we had a, a Keith Lee. I like this. It was like a. It wasn't an interrupted interview. No. It was just a staged interview and with I like, rivals. And I I like and I like that Shawnee said, "All right, thank you everybody for agreeing that this won't come to violence here." Yeah, yeah. It's right. like you got everybody's gonna be on their best behavior. So Starks tells Keith Lee, "You must be Irish because you're lucky that we're gonna have mm-hmm. to wait to give you an ass whooping on a later date." And he says, "I told you, Keith Lee, not to show up on Rampage, and you did because of that." Will Hobbs dropped you with a spine buster, mm-hmm. and Stark says, "If you show up on Rampage this week, the same thing is gonna happen." And Keith Lee goes, "Oh, the same thing? Sort of like the same things that happened when I smacked you in the face and you lay down like a little bitch." Yeah. I like that. Uh, I like that. Hobbs says uh, he's like, "Hey, Keith Lee, how you like that spinebuster? Yeah, you like that spinebuster, don't you?" Yeah, that was good stuff. That was great. Uh, after that, we had a quick uh, Chris Statlander video package. It just shows her wiping the, her face paint off, mm-hmm. and that's it. Lacey had to come in and grab some. I got some uh, some of that <laughs> fake chuck. She left the dog in here. That's good. She left the dog in here. <laughs> All right, continue, please. Yes, Mike. I shall. I shall. So yeah, Chris Statlander wiping the face paint off. Seems like she's moving on. From the uh, the kind of alien theme gimmick after that tag match, Brian Danielson, John Moxley taking on Chuck Taylor, Wheeler, Yuta, uh, William Regal joined the commentary team. Phenomenal! Oh man, I want to. Yeah, holy I shit! Be there for forever. It was within thirty seconds. They called Danhausen a demon wave, and I popped huge. 
I yeah, laughed. What did, he, what did he call Excalibur? Master, uh, masked commentator, or something man like that. Man with a mask, or something like that. Yeah, man, man with a mask. Who is that demon wife? Oh, that was so good. It oh was so God. damn good. And, and he, he also referenced Jim Ray. He was like, he's like, uh, Mister Ross, you've done plenty for me too. I didn't want to leave you out when I was referring to Tony Schiavone last week. Yeah, I love how Regal is breaking down Mox and Danielson's attacks on uh, yeah. Wheeler Yuta and Chuck. Yeah, explaining this the the importance of hitting chops and why it's, it's it's sound strategy yeah kicking somebody in the deltoid so that their arm dies yeah <laughs> yeah i know i was like wow makes total sense makes total that's sense awesome these little things that that that, that really enhances the story yeah. they're telling in the match we don't yeah, get that a, enough yeah yeah i think taz sometimes does he that does. when he's he not distracted on a on a dark and elevation yeah he'll do it he'll explain why certain moves on. do a certain thing and why that's important to the, you know trying to to uh, get the win yeah. Um, so down the end here, Mox hits uh, Chuck with a paradigm shift on the floor. Uh, Daniel Bryan's or shoot, Brian Danielson starts doing the yes kicks. I don't know to call him anymore. The it's, yes kicks, uh, dude. It's to this day, Daniel Bryan is just such an easier name. You See, know, it's that, one of the few things about WWE that they got right was renaming. Him. Well, here's the thing. That's like the first time I slipped up on slipped up on his name in a long time. Yeah. It's like his moves, like the knee plus, I still call it knee plus. The yes lock, I don't call it the label lock, I call it the yes lock. And the yes kicks, yeah. where he just kicks yeah. someone in the chest a bunch. Yeah, those. That's the, the, the stuff that's hard to get out of my my lexicon. You can, you can call it whatever you want, man. Scorpion death lock, sharpshooter, same I mean, damn thing. That's not the thing, but uh, anyway, so Brian's kicking Yuta in the chest a bunch. Uh, he goes for the final head kick. Uh, Yuta ducks that. And then he starts hitting uh, Danielson and Mox with a bunch of shots. Eventually, he eats the Saito suplex for Mox. Danielson follows the capture suplex. That gets a two. So, Brian tags in Mox, hits Yuta with a bunch of stomps. Mox locks in the bulldog choke. Yuta taps. So, Regal comes to the ring to join his men. Best friends walk up the ramp. And uh, pretty early on the ramp, Yuta stops. Oh, yeah. Walks back to the ring. Best friends kind of watch him from the ramp. Goes up to Regal, offers his hand. Pow! Regal slaps him. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Yuta gets right in Regal's face. So yeah. Danielson and Mox step up to make sure nothing happens. Mm-hmm. And that's when Regal goes, all right, go prove yourself. You got homework to do. Get out of here. Calls him, calls him Sunshine. Yeah. Not going to happen tonight, Sunshine. Go back. Prove yourself. This was a match that, by if you look at it or think about it, it's a squash match because at no point was it ever really competitive. Sure, mm-hmm. Chuck got some offense in. Wheeler got some offense in. The result was never in doubt. But it was more scientific in terms of how Danielson and Mox decimated their opponents as opposed to just, you know, overpowering them or hitting like five moves and winning that way. Well, it was a, it was a showcase for the type of violence they're going to bring. And like, and like uh, uh, Regal said, when you can, uh, when you can uh, combine submission wrestling with uh, what did he say? Arms, legs, and heads or something yeah, yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. you know, you're going to go a long way. And, and to see these two different styles, um, uh, mix and gel as as well as they do. I mean, they were their their tags were seamless. Mm-hmm. You know, like Mox tags himself in, and then Danielson starts doing the Danielson stomps. I know. And Mox sort of saunters in, and Aubrey starts doing the five count, and then Mox takes over. Um, it's it, it's really smooth to watch, and that's what Regal is saying. This is what AEW can be, just like an orgy of violence. It's yeah. great. And there's also a showcase for Willie Uta just to see how much of this well, yeah. violence he could absorb and then dole yeah. out. Yeah. And see he if, wants he in could, on that. Yeah. if he could flip the switch to become as violent as Mox and Danielson. 
Yeah, yeah. I wonder, uh, yeah, I wonder how quickly they're going to advance that particular story. Because, like, if you're best friends, like, it's got to be, like, on Rampage, a little video backstage thing. Hey, what's going on with that? And he's going to walk away. I mean, we could be seeing maybe uh, somewhat of the end of the best friends because you know, that video package of Chris Statlander, mm-hmm. she might be going heel at this point, That's too. That's true. And Trent has never got along with Wheeler Yuta. Correct. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He seems more uh, content reforming Rapungi. Rapungi Vice. Eating chips every night. Oh, I haven't had chips today. I might have some tonight. Arson. Larson I allow myself one small serving of chips a day. Of the kid size bowl. Yeah, the smaller bowls, yeah. Because yours a little baby. <laughs> you set yourself up for it, man. Come on. Man. You know, I, I you confide can't throw in you. Me the softball, I, I confide in you that I'm trying to control my portion size with chips. Come on, man. And then you throw it right back at me. Rude. Hey, look, dude. This is Rude. this is our relationship. This has been since 1995. <laughs> yeah, around there. Uh, so after that, we got FTR interview. So they're asked about fire and Tully. Cass says that decision didn't come easy, but it's been obvious that Tully was checked out ever since they lost the tag titles. Uh, Dax says they respect Tully, but things got out of hand. The Young Bucks step in. And then Matt says, oh, you're firing your manager. Maybe you should fire your stylist and your barber. You can hire the best manager there is won't matter because you're always going to be the second best tag team in AEW. He did specify the be- the the best manager in the world. Like that, he said he said it in a very Bret Hart way. Yeah, the best there is or whatever. Yeah, the best manager there. I is. mean, it yeah. would have been too on the nose if he said the best there is, best there was, best there ever. Yeah, was. or you know, the manager that could help you with the, your execution or yeah, or rum sales. Yeah. Um. Anyways. I mean, yeah, I forget. Yeah, they totally have that history because <laughs> Cash beat the shit out of that guy that tackled Brett. Hey, I've always been meaning to repay you for that. I thought that was a great moment in my career, <laughs> and I'm here to repay you, which will be another great moment in my career for you. And I'll, and I'll, I'll sell some rum. I'll sell some rum in the process. You guys want some rum? Are you guys drinkers? Uh, after that, we had an acclaimed promo. Max said he's main eventing Rampage against Keith Lee. Bowen says Max's going to win that. And then Starks and Hobbs steps in, and Starks like, hey, my guys. He says, I want you guys. He says, I want you to do what me and Hobbs have been waiting to do. Take to all the new people coming in AEW. I kind of like this because it references kind of what we're talking about, like with Joey Janela not re-signing. Mm-hmm. The old guard of AEW, if you're not in like Flynn, man, all these new cats stepping up, yep. and Starks and Hobbs are here to put a stop to that. And he's yep. like, hey, all these guys coming in, taking our roles, he says, put an end to Keith Lee. And then Swerve steps up. He's like, oh, you don't like new people coming in. Uh, he talks about it being his house, turning it into his house. Mm-hmm. And then he leaves. And Max is like, isn't that guy a rapper? Because <laughs> like now his spot as rapper guy is being taken. All these WWE people coming mm-hmm. in and taking their spots. Durger. Sports entertainers, if you will. Speaking of which, next we got a Chris Jericho Appreciation Society promo. Matt Lee starts things off. Says, oh. Fans, you love this song, Judas. They love being in on the fun. You know who you have to thank for it? Chris Jericho. Because I'm telling you right here, there would be no Judas, no sing-along, nothing, uh, if it was up to me. And that's why Jericho is a better man. So Jeff Parker takes the mic and says, uh, and that is why uh, Jericho deserves to be praised and idolized, not only for his contributions to this industry, but also for his contributions as a human being. And then he introduces Chris Jericho. He takes the mic says the earth has been around for four and a half billion years yet you're lucky enough to be alive during the jericho era for over 30 years you've been living vicariously through me 
He says, I've even built companies, including this one. Without me, there'd be no AEW. But instead of praising me, the fans, they undermine me. They take me for granted. They say mean things on social media. The, uh, he says, the, the fans have the greatest performer in the history of this business in front of them, and we don't appreciate him. The AEW roster doesn't appreciate him. The inner circle never appreciate him. Sammy walked out on him. Santana and Ortiz embarrassed him. And then Eddie Kingston embarrassed him by making him tap out. Jericho says, they don't appreciate, uh, the inner circle never appreciated him, but these men do. They appreciate each other because they realize they can't relate to the rest of the locker room because they're, they're, they're nothing but pro wrestlers. Uh, he says, a pro wrestler has never been entertaining or a millionaire. I mean, I, I think that, like, legitimately that's up for dispute, but whatever. Um, yeah, I don't know if uh, Ricky Dozen uh, considered himself a sports entertainer. Yeah. Or Luthez. Yeah. You think Luthez was a millionaire? He had to have been a millionaire, right? You'd think so. Those gates were huge back yeah. then. Yeah. And it was all just to see him. Yeah. Uh, he says, the reason I'm both those things, entertaining and a millionaire, is because I'm a sports entertainer. And then Garcia grabs the mic from him. And it says, I, you know, I, 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 if you're going to stand here and call yourself a sports entertainer, and he pauses for a bit, then I am too. My name is Daniel Garcia, and I <laughs> am a sports entertainer. And he said it with a big smile on his yeah. face. It was great. It was great. Um, Jericho takes the mic back. He puts Garcia over. He says, but why? Why uh, do I appreciate him? He says, on January 6th, 2019, <laughs> which is fucking genius. Absolutely genius that he would reference a January 6th date. He says, because he mentioned earlier, he's like, I read your tweets. I know what you say about me. And that's the big joke is the January 6th. He says, a bunch of wrestlers were in a car wreck. And he says, when I heard about that wreck, I donated a bunch of money to them. He says, one of those involved was Daniel Garcia. He says, but listen, 2.0, that's a stupid name from bad creative. You're not going to be called 2.0 anymore. Around here, we use our real names. Of course. See, and he says, my name is Chris Jericho. Is it his real name? Which isn't his real name. And he calls him, uh, what did he call him? Big Magic or Magic Mike? Uh, Daddy Magic. Daddy Magic, Matt Menard, and I forget what cool he Cool Hand uh, Ange. Angelo cool Parker. Cool Hand Ange. Angelo Parker. Angelo Parker. And that's their, apparently their shoot names. Um, and he says, and why do people appreciate Jericho? He says, uh, he I got why, why does 2.0 or, or the wrestlers formerly known as 2.0 appreciate Jericho? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, he says, uh, wait, what did he say? Here? He says, I got a call from my, my former best friend, Kevin. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 Who asked right. if I could yeah. get them on my podcast because I just got released and he had them on. He liked them so much. He went and got them jobs at AEW and that's why Parker, sorry, Menard and Parker appreciate him. Yeah. So then, uh, uh, Jericho calls Hager, his rider die. So he's had his back since 2010. He saved his life in Dubai. He's his closest confidant. He's his hand of the king. And uh, Hager says they are the Jericho Appreciation Society and they beat up pro wrestlers. So Jericho says, there, that's it. Have it. The latest reinvention of Jericho. Remember this date because it's the start of a new era at AEW, the sports entertainment era. And what was his punchline? It was like, and that's, that's entertainment. entertainment. That's so bad. It is bad. That is so, that's like the one thing it's like, man, do you really want to go that corny with it? Apparently, the answer like, is yes. You're walking a really good line, <laughs> and then you just leap over that old phrase. Anyways, after that, we had Wardlow versus Scorpio Sky. 
Oh, before but that, I, there was a, a, a good Serena Deeb. Hikaru oh, Shida God, video yeah, this package, was yeah. real. Serena Deeb was on fire in this. Yeah, she was. I, I mean, she's always been pretty good. Like, ever since ever this iteration of her uh, uh, with all these video packages, she's really solid. This was next level. So, yeah, she puts Hikaru Shida on blast pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this is, this is really good stuff. Uh, after that, we had Wardlow versus Scorpio Sky. He had it won, man. He had it won. He had a uh, Scorpio Sky down with uh, what three, three power, power bombs? bombs? Yeah, he was, and there was nothing. Nobody was doing anything about it. And this is the silly convention about pro wrestling. Is like, what if he had just stopped at three? Then MJF's plan just probably would not Never have come to fruition. I know. Yeah, but maybe MJF knows. Oh, this guy's going to prove a point here. Maybe he knows that Wardlow's inexperienced. He's only been wrestling yeah. for a few handful of years. Mm-hmm. He'll get yeah. easily distracted. I mean, that's yeah. a lot of supposition that's going to have to go your way. Yeah, right. Yeah, But then, you know, also at the same time, he paid off Lambert, mm-hmm. which you saw at the end. So maybe that was the plan, mm-hmm. you know, if Wardlow's in a position to win, get mm-hmm. on the apron, distract him. He'll fall yeah. for it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so anyways, he gives him three. Uh, after the third one, Lambert gets up in the apron, uh, distracts the ref. He's going to go for a fourth. But uh, at that point, uh, Sky rolls out. Uh, and then uh, the chairman comes down. Ref gets distracted. Uh, he's about. I'm sorry. He goes down there. Um, Wardlow follows. Is that when the the stuff with the? That's when uh, he goes over to Paige Van Zant and he starts popping his uh, his pecs. Is that when that was, Wardlow. or was that earlier? When when uh, he's following Sky down. Oh yeah, because Sky comes out. Yeah, Sky, Sky yeah, rolls Sky out hits and, him with and like Paige a, like steps in front of Wardlow so Sky can escape. Yeah, God, that then, was funny. And then her oh, husband that was goes so over funny. there too. Uh, th- when this happens, so Sky rolls out of the ring. Um, uh, he's Warlow follows. He's looking to powerbomb Scorpio either on the floor or the apron. Sean Spears comes to ringside. Ref gets distracted by Spears. MJF runs out, shoves Warlow into the ring post, uh, puts him back in the ring. Scorpio Sky rolls up Warlow to get the win. Mm-hmm. And then I don't remember his name. I apologize, but Paige Van Zandt's husband gets in the ring, starts hitting some ground and pound. Spears hits the ring too. He's looking to hit Wardlow with the chair. Wardlow fends him off, kind of fends off uh, everybody. And he's about to get his hands on MJF. There's nice. There's a good stare down there. Um, he's about to hit him with a power bomb. Spears hits Wardlow with the chair. Van Zandt's husband chokes him out. Uh, Spears lifts up Wardlow's head with the chair. Blast him with it. MJF hands Lambert an envelope full of money. And then MJF uh, punches Wardlow with a dynamite diamond ring. Yep. Yep. Wardlow's going to have those odds stacked against him. You got that right. Uh, He's going to have to overcome. Yep. After that, we had a Jade Cargill, Mark Sterling interview. Uh, Sterling asks Marvez, where's his green at? Is he afraid of getting pinched? Uh, He wonders who's going to be next to be uh, number uh, 30 for Jade. Jade says enough. Who's stepping up? Yeah, she didn't. Or did her and Statlander already have a thing on Jade's sort of ascension to the TBS title? Don't recall. I forget if it was her or it was Brit. Her and Brit, Statlander and Brit had a title match, didn't they? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, after that, we had Private Party versus the Hardys. Uh, the the bit towards the end where. I think it was Cassidy. Mm-hmm, it was, was yeah. doing the the dance. They're setting up for uh, poetry and motion. Funny. He does the dance really well. He does. Matt lays him out with a clothesline. Uh, 
let me see here. He tags in uh, Jeff. He goes on a run. He goes up top. Quinn takes out his legs. Private Party are looking for gin and juice, except Matt hits both members of Private Party with side effects. And then Jeff, rather than go for the swanton, hits a mm-hmm. splash off the second rope. And commentary was like, oh, maybe maybe uh, uh, Cassidy was too close uh, to the ropes, and therefore he couldn't do it, which makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So anyways, Jeff's looking for a twist of fate. Cassidy escapes that. Private Party look for Silly String. Matt saves Jeff from that. Uh, Matt hits Cassidy with a twist of fate. Jeff falls with the swanton to get the win. Andrade family office comes down to ringside. They surround the ring. Darby and uh, Sting run out to make the save. After that, we had a Red Velvet interview. Uh, She's got another match coming up with Layla Hirsch. She's like, hey, man, I stuck up for Layla. I had her back because we were friends. But now that I've seen what she's become, I'm going to put a stop to it on Rampage. Another L for Red Velvet. Probably. Probably. And then we had our main event. Just a really spectacular cage match that it picked up as it went. And it seemed like they they might have rushed the finish a little bit because they're running mm-hmm. out of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah. it was still a hell of a bout early on. Brits busted open uh, really early. Yeah, uh, she got rammed into the cage like in the first couple minutes. Yeah, and, uh, started they, bleeding. Yeah, and then during commercial break, um, Thunder Rosa got busted open. Um, coming out of that commercial break, yeah, there it is. Coming out of the commercial break, Brits just throwing a bunch of chairs into the ring. That allows Thunder Rosa. Start a comeback. She hits Britt with a chair, falls with a stunner. Corner drop kick gets a two. She's looking for a finisher. Britt escapes that, hits a back elbow, looks for a super kick, but Thunder Rosa evades that. But the ref, Paul Turner, eats it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then, oh man, big time. And then Thunder Rosa like, pushes Britt towards the ropes, maybe to go for a roll up or something. That just pushes Paul Turner out of the ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thunder Rosa hits a fire thunder driver. She has like 20 seconds to get the pin. Yeah, dude. Britt is yeah. out. No yeah, ref. Yeah. So Thunder Rosa, she puts a Brit, uh, chair over Brit, climbs the top rope. Brit gets up, hits Thunder Rosa with the chair, stacks a bunch of chairs there in the corner, hits a super air raid crash, and is mm-hmm. calling out for another ref. So Aubrey Edwards yeah. runs in, gets into the cage, counts the pinfall, Rosa kicks out. Um, and so Brit starts setting up chairs, you know, like in a position where you'd actually sit in them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, four yeah. or six of them. Then she starts stacking more chairs. Yeah, some flat, some also set up on top of those chairs. And she's looking maybe like a superplex or something like that. They end up brawling on the top rope. Thunder Rosa rams Britt's head to the cage. Britt tumbles into that mountain of chairs. A nasty mm-hmm. bump. Oh, it was, and it was just a thud. Yeah, it's not like like the chairs all just collapsed. This was a really sturdy structure yes. that she had created here. Yes. So when she comes falling onto it, it's just dunk. Yeah. And then she sort of uh, you know falls backwards. Yeah. Awful. <laughs> uh, shortly thereafter, Britt gets a bag of thumbtacks, brings it to the ring, pours them on the mat. She's looking for a swinging neck breaker on him. Thunder Rosa blocks that, but she ends up eating a backdrop from Britt onto the tacks. So Britt's looking to to uh, to put on lockjaw. So she's on, I guess, Thunder Rosa's right side. And Thunder Rosa bites her hand as she's trying to get her hand in her mouth. So Britt switches sides, so she's closer to thumbtacks. So Thunder Rosa grabs yeah. her wrist and starts slamming her hand to the thumbtacks. So yeah. uh, Britt has to, to to break the hold. So Thunder Rosa powerbombs Britt onto the tacks. Britt rolls out of the ring, gets a chair from the ring, whacks Thunder Rosa on the head with it as she's leaving in the ring. And they had to kind of rush to get to the finish here because I think there was like two minutes left in the show. Mm-hmm. They get back in the ring. I th- think Thunder Rosa hits a kick or two. Fire mm-hmm. Thunder Driver to get the win. 
Yeah, and God bless uh, uh, the ref, Aubrey, because yeah. she counted that three right in the thumbtacks. Yeah, I know. And I uh, thought that was kind of cool, too, like the, the ref to come down to, to save the match was Aubrey, was woman. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, that was pretty neat. Mm-hmm. Um, but, the, yeah. Like the mariachi entrance for Thunder. It oh, was my gosh. Fantastic. Just all What fantastic. you said at the beginning, man, I, I want to echo that. The emotion that was clearly on Thunder Rosa's face, even through the face paint. My God, was just you could feel it, and you could sometimes things it just feels inevitable, and it's like, oh yeah, this is awesome. Where I'm gonna enjoy this journey, knowing full damn well where it's gonna lead me. Yeah, it was it was really good stuff. Totally, man. it was awesome. totally. And then Dustin Rhodes comes out, gives Thunder Rosa a hug. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. Yeah, that was good stuff. Let's go ahead and answer some questions. I got a thread here from the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. We've got uh, a bunch of different reward tiers there. Uh, if there's a, too much wrestling for you, have a hard time keeping up with it because we're all busy. You got the Kip Up. It's our weekly newsletter. Get access to it. $5 a month. Every single Friday, you get a new episode of the Kip Up. We run down all the matches from the week, the results, the best matches, what the must-see matches are. We run down all the news from the week. You can sit there on the shitter, on the bus, if you're not driving during a commute, but you're in like the passenger seat, like a carpool situation. Yeah. You're at your uh, your office desk in your cubicle, and you're like, eh, my job really only takes about an hour a day to do it, but I got to be here for eight hours to get paid for the full day, and you need something to do, you can read the Heck, kip up. if you're at an p- important business meeting, you know, and everybody's out, they got their tablets, their computers out, watching yeah. some PowerPoint display you could give two shits about. Yeah. You could read up on the week in wrestling. We're just speculating as to how that kind of shit in the real world works. I haven't been there in a very long time. (laughs) It's been about a decade. Been, uh, yeah, yeah, going almost thirteen years since I've ever had had to sit in an office. Yeah. First up, also uh, we got question threads here on the Patreon. So every recap we do, I put up a question thread, and if you can't make the show live, you can ask us a question there. Also. If uh, you don't want to bother with a Patreon or any of that stuff, you can't make the show live, go to friendo.tv, drop us a donation, and if you ask a question, we'll answer it here on the show. Correct. Thomas Dunnigan, what would you think about the stable of Regal, Danielson, Moxley beating up other factions and bringing in one member from each to be a part of their team? I mentioned this on on our our pre-show. It seems like Jericho Appreciation Society and this thing with Mox and Danielson and, and Regal are on collision course. Oh yeah, because yeah. they're diametrically opposed. Yeah, the yeah. the, the Danielson Mox thing is all about violence and pro and wrestling, pro wrestling, yeah. and the science yeah. of that. Jericho yeah. is the exact opposite. So, and yeah. my camera froze. Daniel Garcia is a good one there. Uh, Lee Moriarty's not really in a faction as of now. So, are the brothers Seidel and one. and Lee Moriarty considered a faction? Is, do they maybe they have a faction and a name on uh, Dark and Elevation? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't watch those shows. I don't know. I would like to more often. Yeah, but, me too. Uh, you know, if, if somehow NXT 2.0 went away, I'd, I'd totally watch that stuff. Uh, Nikhil asks, who should be the first challenger for Thunder Rosa's AEW championship? Uh, for Oh, uh, Athena. Should be Athena. They just apparently they had, I not I have not seen it, but apparently they had some killer match. Oh, yeah. At, uh, Warrior Mission Wrestling, Pro. wasn't it? Oh, Warrior Wrestling. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Soak and Rose, which one would you rather have? Cody going back to AEW or signing with the WWE? Oh, signing with the WWE. You know why? Is there a third choice? Uh, 
another season of Go Big Show? Like it's my vote. You do not watch that shit, man. Yeah, so what's the point? <laughs> Keep them off your TV, huh? Uh-huh. You know, you know why, man? Because <laughs> Cody, that fucking th- do you know how many amazing thumbs from content creators there's been with Cody and like the raw logo making it look like he's showing up on Raw? Oh, it's great. But once that actually happens, all these views going up. Popping ratings. Uh, let's see here. Uh, uh, Xavier Gray asked, would you prefer Nyla Rose go after the AEW Women's Championship now that Thunder Rosa has it, or should she go after Jade's TBS Championship title? Hmm. I mean, either could be good. I feel like she's had quite a bit of interaction with both. Yeah. So it's kind of a coin toss. But I feel like she would be a more formidable threat to Jade, who just seems to just chew through people left and right, man. I mean, she took a fucking chair headshot from Mana Jay and still just whooped mm-hmm. Ty Conti's ass. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say Jade. It okay. makes it more interesting. Uh, Mayor Planet Houston, Young Rock premiered last night, and it was pretty funny. What other wrestler would you want to see have a sitcom made about them, like Young Austin, for example? Young Shane, Shane McMahon. Holy shit. Yeah, that's a good one. Wow. Man. Um, I would like to see, like a young Danhausen, but like all in character. That'd you be know? pretty funny. Like it starts in the 1800s or whenever he's supposed to have been born or whatever. Yeah. I don't know his. I don't know his actual backstory. Demon Wife. It's called Demon Wife. Demon Wife. Gosh. That was uh, so Patrick funny. Sparks. B Man Don Wagner says men, women, and tag teams. Who sells the best in AEW? Who sells the best in AEW? Um. Maybe just because the sample size this year has involved a lot of blood and a lot of really violent matches, but I feel like uh, Hangman sells pretty well. He sells magnificently. I would go with Redragon. I think that Kyle O'Reilly sells like a motherfucker. He looks like he's he's blown up like 20 seconds into the match. Yeah, he he knows how to get beat up. So I'm going to go with, in terms of the tag team, I'm going to go with Redragon. Uh, as far as women are concerned, probably Ikaru Shida. Mm, mm-hmm. She's she's pretty she's pretty good at the selling there. Yeah, telling telling stories via getting beat up. Uh, Jorge D, who has more of a claim to be the new Cody Island AEW Team Taz or best friends? Both these groups get the new babyface or heel. Tony Khan has no immediate plans for. Cody, I'm sorry, but Cody Island is such a singular thing. There there is no comparison. This dude was uh, an, an executive vice president of this company. He had the ability to basically book his own shit. And he just kept to himself and booked his own 15 to 30 minutes of TV every week. 
there's nothing disconnected like seemingly from the rest of the AEW universe. And that's the important caveat. There. Co exactly correct. He had his own island of characters. Team Taz still feels like it's weaved within the greater fabric of AEW. And yeah. a lot of Cody stuff never felt that way. Yeah, the Cody the Cody Island thing started to fall apart when he took on guys like Andrade and Malachi Black. Like pre-Andrade, pre Cody Island was simply him and the Nightmare family, most famously QT Marshall, mm -hmm. Anthony Agogo. That was prime Cody Island. It was just him and then it all started to fall apart because it's like well you can't win against guys like malachi black because they're big deals and they're being you're bringing them in and that's why things got really weird there uh, let's see here war machine says what is your guilty pleasure dream match oh it's that's easy it's chess man versus wolfpack sting oh yeah yeah <laughs> do you have anything comparable yeah, that's good, that's good. <laughs> Well, that's tough to beat. Yeah, that's I know. That's a that's a that's a good one. Uh you think about that a little bit. Let me uh uh Max or Puppet says, Have you guys listened to the William Regal episode of Jericho's podcast? It's truly heartbreaking to hear about all the medical issues he's had to deal with. Really adds emotional value to that promo he did on AEW. I have not. I've read a bunch of the transcripts, and I, I'm actually looking very much forward yeah. to, to listening to that. Yeah, episode. Hopefully, get a chance to do it tomorrow, Friday, when we go on a walk. Uh, it's, it, it involves Sid. I want a dream match with Sid and oh, wow. two guys that poop their pants. Give Sid me, and CM Punk. Give me Sid versus Donovan Dijak. Oh wow! Okay, I like that. That's good. That's good. Uh, let's see here, dog authority figure. I don't like AFO as a stable name. What are some better options? Um, I feel like there's a lot. A lot of the Andrade options. arrangement, the, the the AA, the Andrade arrangement, because everything with him is just a series of arrangements. Yeah. That's relationships to him. Yeah. No. Yeah. Or the Andrade agreement. No arrangement's good. Arrangement. Yeah. That seems the more Andrade tenuous than than than. <laughs> yeah. It's just an arrangement. It's just an arrangement. It's just, a, it's just an arrangement. Arrangement of convenience. Nothing firm. Nope. Nothing firm. Uh, Floppy Dodger asked if it wasn't for the pandemic and lack of audience, who would have had a better title reign, Sheeta or Baker? Sheeta had that belt for a long time, put on some really good matches. Yeah, she did. Um, prob I mean, look, dude, heels just have more fun. And uh, and I know some of uh, Brit Brit's story towards the finish, I felt – over the last couple months got a little bit redundant mm -hmm. with, you know, her using the same way to win all the time. Yeah. Um, I think the better match is clearly where it was Hikaru Shida, but uh, she, Britt really had a connection with the audience. She was able to kind of transcend the heel face thing for a while. Yeah, so for a while, yeah. I'd say still Britt. Uh, let's see here. Uh uh, uh jano bob says hey friendos are you guys concerned at all hangman and the world title will take a back seat like the tag titles in jurassic express have i'm a big fan of cole and hangman but it does feel like everything else in the show is more important interesting thanks friendos so one thing i've noticed about page's story is its subtlety mm -hmm, yeah you know there's very few huge sweeping moments not to say there haven't been any there have been 
But mm-hmm. even when we saw the his team with Kenny dissolve, it wasn't with some massive turn. Mm-hmm, yeah, it was just Kenny didn't want to prop Page up anymore. Literally, it was a whimper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. ended with a whimper, and that's yeah. kind of been the hallmark of his 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 story is that degree of subtlety. Now, I feel like Page's reign is going to be defined by the level of matches he's had, and so far, every defense he's had has been fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'll be honest with you. I don't feel. I think I think it's an interesting question, mm-hmm. um, but I don't feel AEW in, in my in my opinion. Yes, yeah, certain things have spotlights. I, I feel like Punk versus MJF massive spotlight could have make it could have main evented. Yeah. You know, yeah. it was a spotlight, but they always keep the world title on in the uh, you know till the end. If you're not going to have the big theatrics of a Kenny Omega and his super elite, then having the lone cowboy um, just putting on banger matches and defending against everybody and winning against everybody, then that's going to add up. And so when he does eventually lose that title, which I hope they allow him to keep on accumulating big wins, um, you know, his rematch against Cole should be another big win. And then he'd say, I, I would I would have actually preferred it. And I don't know if the timing was off and that they would have done this when Mox had to go to rehab. But I would have loved Hangman against Mox uh, and have Hangman start to take on the, the old champions, you know. Yeah. Hangman versus uh, Jericho. I, I Hangman totally assume, versus Mox I totally expect, and Kenny. I totally expect Hangman versus Jericho to happen at double or nothing. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I think that's a, that's a de- definite be, what, possibility. Three, three years, I think when Kenny comes back, he's probably going to be a face. Mm-hmm. But um, I think, yeah, God, yeah, that would be three years. Yeah, be three years from the first double or nothing it would make all the sense in the world. Um, but if Kenny comes back as a face, and they still do the, you know, Kenny says, "Hey, I need to know. I need to know that I, now that I'm as a hundred percent, I need to know." That's a hell of a match, and you don't have to have a bad guy and a good guy. Yep. Yep. Um, and have Hangman beat him. He racks up those wins, Jericho and Kenny, and then maybe if they do box, they're not going to do box, but if they did that, and then a second Adam Cole, those are big-ass matches. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, and maybe you give, maybe MJF has like a, a four-month run, and he has the, the, the shorter run, and Hangman has to come back. I mean, honestly, AEW, so much of it has been Hangman's story the entire time. Yep. And it's just building him into a much bigger star, but it's a marathon, it and is. it's a fascinating it one. It is. It is. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, that's going to do it for us. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Tomorrow, noon Pacific, uh, 3 Eastern, we'll be watching NXT. Oh, tomorrow's a different time, isn't it? Yeah, it's on the at time 1. Change. It's on at 1. Believe, okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, yeah, stay then. tuned. Maybe we'll do something at noon, and maybe we can do something on 2K22. I don't know. Uh, stay tuned for that tomorrow. Uh, so it's either going to be noon or one Pacific, depending on what we yeah, decide we'll, to do. Yeah, we'll we'll figure it out and we'll we'll let everybody mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Uh, thanks for watching, everybody. We appreciate. it. Of course, tomorrow night Smash Zone is on. Uh, till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard 
just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.